This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. I have editorial rights. You don't have editorial rights. You're on the podcast. Literally everything is an open book. We're going to talk about your meth addiction soon. Meth? What are you talking about? You just accused me of being fat. That don't compute. Go like Thor. Yeah. Endgame Thor. We're not talking like fucking hey, Ragnarok. You don't need to qualify it there, buddy. Well, it, it counts. Slap boxing with socks. When the fuck did you ever put socks on your hands for slap boxing? I convinced my brother that if we put socks on my hands, it wouldn't hurt him too bad when I smacked shit. <laughs> Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. When I was growing up, there was such an innocence to elementary school. This is before anybody worried about what logos you had on your shoes. This is before anybody worried about the logos you had on your pants. This is before anybody complained about the fact that you didn't have the best toys. Nobody complained about the video games that you had or anything because mainly video games didn't come out until I was six years old when Pac-Man changed the fucking game. But for me, growing up in elementary school, everybody was on an even playing field. We'd go out at recess and we'd play dodgeball or a pickup game of kickball, or we'd play cowboys and Indians, or we'd grab sticks and play guns with them or some shit like that before it was a problem in school. And all of us were on an even playing field. But as soon as we got to middle school, everything changed. Suddenly, all the parents that could afford to go out and buy those shoes that had a swoosh on them were better. Suddenly, the kids that could go out and have this Jordash logo on their t-shirt or the uh, the Izod logo on their polos, suddenly those kids were perceived to be better than the kids who couldn't do that. Now, for me and my family, we weren't destitute and poor like living on the streets or anything like that, but we definitely didn't have enough money for me to be going out and buying name brand clothes. In fact, most of the clothes I had either came from the Goodwill or one of my cousins grew up and grew out of some of the clothes he had and they passed them down to me. This is the way I got a lot of my school clothes unless my mama would go out and buy shit for me. But as soon as we got to middle school, everybody's perceptions started to change and the classes started to take shape. Suddenly there were football teams and basketball teams and things like that. Suddenly there were Boy Scouts. Suddenly everybody was starting to fit into their own little groups. And kids that I had played with in elementary school would look at me and say, Shane, you can't play with us anymore. You're not cool. They would tell me how they have these great Transformers toys, the brand new Optimus Prime that just came out with the trailer on it and everything like that. And I would say, well, I've got a couple of Transformers. And they say, yeah, Shane, but you got the old Transformers. I tell them I have the G.I. Joe stuff that we can play with. They're like, yeah, but you got the old G.I. Joes. I got the brand new vehicles that just came out. And these kids that I once was friends with would tell me that you can't hang out with us anymore. But there was one place in the entire world that I didn't have to worry about that shit at all. There was one place in the world that everybody was an equal level and nobody had to worry about any class warfare, and that was at church. Every time you'd go to church, everybody had their Sunday best on. All the kids had the leather shoes on and the dress pants and the button-up shirt or the dresses or the blouses and stuff like that. We were all on an even playing field, and we all hung out together. There was no classes. There was no popular kids at church. We just all hung out together. Well, when I got to be in fourth grade, some friends of mine from church, my mom's best friend, my mom Sue had two kids, we'll call them Bobby and Michelle, moved to my school. And I thought this was going to be awesome. 
I was kind of a dork in middle school, didn't really have a lot of money, but my friends Bobby and Michelle, Bobby was a couple years younger than me in class, Michelle was in my same grade, and I was going to show them around the middle school. I was going to show them exactly what my middle school was like. I was going to be the kid that could actually help them out to give them a little bit of guidance when they first got there. I felt like in middle school, this is something you might need. But as soon as they show up for their first day in school, I realized that they may be in a different class than me. Bobby and Michelle showed up in name brand shoes. Bobby and Michelle showed up in shirts that had logos on them that I couldn't afford. Bobby and Michelle immediately started to gravitate towards the more popular kids. They sat at the popular tables. In fact, the very first day that Michelle was in my lunchroom class, she didn't sit with me. No, the popular girls called her over to hang out with them because now suddenly this new girl needed to be indoctrinated into the popular kids class. She was getting voted into the fraternity of the cool kids that could look down on the other kids. And it just happened like that. I don't know what the hell happened, but suddenly these two friends, people that I have hung out with, my mom's best friend, Sue, we would hang out at her house almost every single weekend. They prayed together. We would go out to eat with these kids. I hung out in Bobby and Michelle's room listening to Alvin and the Chipmunks sing modern hits, like singing rock and roll songs, and thought I was so fucking hardcore. These were some of my best friends growing up, and the very first day they got to middle school, they start hanging out with the popular kids. Well, I don't think anything about it because I'm still going over to Bobby and Michelle's house all the time because my mom's still best friends with her friend Sue. So we're still going over there all the time and we're still hanging out with them all the time. But one day I'm sitting on the bus and I hear Bobby talking to another kid and he's going, oh man, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have all kinds of soda. We're going to have candy. Mom's going to get some pizzas for us. It's going to be great. I just got the uh, Nintendo. We're going to sit down and actually play. It's going to be great. And I'm like, what's going on, man? I like yell across the bus and Bobby goes, oh, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. So I don't think anything about it. We get off the bus and I walk up to Bobby and Michelle's house because my mom had said, you're going to go stay at Sue's house this afternoon. I'm like, Bobby, what are you talking to the other guy about? You guys got something going on or something like that? He goes, yeah, man, uh, we're going to have a party here in the uh, the next couple of weeks, but uh, it's only for a certain few kids. It's like from mostly from my grade. I don't really think anything about it. It kind of stings for a second, but I don't really think anything about it. And the next day I see Michelle telling some of the popular girls in my same class, about this party and I put two and two together and I realized that my friends Bobby and Michelle when we weren't around the other kids that could see them and actually put their perception on top of them and give them something to think about when it came to hanging out with one of the poor kids when we weren't around everybody else we could be friends but as soon as we got to school they were in a different class than me And it took a long time for me to accept that. It took a long time for me to get around that. And as an adult, I look back and say that shit didn't really fucking matter whatsoever. But at the time, that shit really hurt. And I never told Bobby or Michelle exactly how it made me feel. But I still remember exactly how it stung. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that remembers when there was no dedicated channels for Saturday morning cartoons and you had to get up at the ass crack of dawn or you were just going to miss out. Or as we like to call it, now that I'm older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at anowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Family. Now, Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. 
If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Snakebite Horror Cast, the Composers Podcast, and the Top 5 for Fighting Podcast. And this week, my dad hears about the podcast from my mom and decides to rewrite the history about how poor we were to me over the phone. Then we talk about a whole lot of other stuff like being poor overall, Kenny's weight loss journey, my big head, and then how Kenny got scared off by that sexually aggressive chick who sent him all the pictures on Snapchat that he couldn't save, and a whole lot more. So check it out. We'll be right back. Hey, buddy, I'm not paying you to hear your thoughts on life. I'm paying you to sing. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! So I hear your dad's going to whoop your ass. <laughs> so, first off, let's let's start the whole thing here. If you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you know that one of the things we talk about on a regular basis is my childhood with my dad, which... If you haven't listened, go back, I don't know, about 200 episodes and just start there. Yeah, listen to any any three or two of them I'll mention his dad. (laughs) Um, So my dad calls me – first off, my mom calls me the other day because my dad, for anybody who's been paying attention, my dad went from being in jail to now being in a halfway house, which means he can get his own cell phone. Well, my mom gave her one of his old – one of her old cell phones, and she added a podcast to his podcast uh, player for an iPhone. And the only podcast she added was not some religious programming by Joel Osteen or anything like that. Oh, no. It was now that I'm older. So the other day I get a call from my dad. He goes, hey, look, I listened to that broadcast of yours. Don't be lying because you know he's going to hear this. Oh, I know he's going to hear it. That's my best Dennis right there, dude. Hey. Don't look. be lying about what he said, though. Oh, no. This is exactly what he says. He goes, you kind of hurt my feelings. What do you mean I hurt your feelings? And so what had happened is a couple of episodes ago, I told the story about being, uh, what was it? We were, I talked about how we were so poor that we ate, um, what did we do? I think oh, well, lived, we ate potatoes we, for a week. You ate potatoes for a week and you lived in the closet. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we, we didn't live in the closet. We had to sleep in the closet during <laughs> yeah. the winter because there was no heat in the house. Whatever, closet boy. So You're like one step up from Harry Potter's child. <laughs> Except I didn't have a wand or any fucking like wizarding powers or anything like that. But... <laughs> So there I am. Your head grew to proportional sizes, though. <laughs> it's kind of magical. So my dad's like, you kind of hurt my feelings. He goes, what if people are listening to this and they start thinking that we were really poor? And I was like, dad, we were really fucking poor. He goes, what do you mean? I was like, well, first off, I never owned any shoes that were mine for the most part. Most of them were fucking hand-me-downs from somebody else. I was like, we ate potatoes for a week. I said, dad, if you can't pay your gas bill for a whole summer... And you don't have hot water for a whole summer. To be fair, you didn't pay a gas bill for like six years. Well, my gas or my water heater was electric. If it would have been a gas <laughs> water heater, I'd have paid that like, shit. Like, seriously, it was just a known thing that there was no gas <laughs> over at DA. You when couldn't you, cook on the stove when you and came you had over, no heat. When you, you came take my, a hot shower. When you came out of my apartment, there was a couple things you couldn't do. You could not have a hot meal unless you brought something microwavable. <laughs> And your ass better bring a sweater while it's 20 degrees outside, because if not, the first night Nikki ever hung out with me, she, she uh, or the first uh, weekend she, she ever hung out at the turn on the thermostat. No, she gets up and goes to walk down the hallway. I was like, where are you headed? She goes, I'm going to turn, go turn the heat on. I was like, well, no, she goes, I'm going to turn the heat up. I said, well, if that'll make you feel better. <laughs> go for it. I was like, hell, turn it up to 80. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, it just doesn't work that well. What do you mean it doesn't work that well? Well, for about the last six years, we haven't had any fucking gas in this place. <laughs> it was more like two, but still. Welcome um, to the jungle. 
So that's dad, when you think you grew up kind of poor and you meet your other friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick, that was Nikki's moment. I had my moment very early and I liked it. I was like, oh, man, y'all have a lot of freedom out here. <laughs> <laughs> was, start breathing down. Yeah, I can live off the whole not having heat thing. We can do this. This is cool. <laughs> this is cool. You don't have anybody controlling your every move? Awesome. I still remember going to David's house and you, me, David, and Bo sleeping over that night because we were role playing really fucking late that night and waking up at about, like, we went to sleep. There was like blankets and shit like that because it was 22 degrees outside or something and they didn't have any central air and heat. I mean, they had a fucking hole in their bathroom floor for God's sake, okay? <laughs> this was poor. Like, No, there was a couple oh. space heaters. One for one bedroom and one for the living room. So there was a space heater in uh, David's bedroom, and all four of us are in there. So four teenage dudes fall asleep in about, I don't know, two or three o'clock in the morning. And I this, wake up. Let's be very clear for the people who've never lived in trailers. A trailer bedroom, especially one that's not the main bedroom, is not what you would call a bedroom in a house. <laughs> it's more like the closet that me and Steven slept in. Yeah, in the, no, uh, that closet house. was like long and, and narrow. <laughs> Y'all were in a true closet. This is like a walk-in closet. It's Just, square. But you like you could fit a bed. So there's really no room for any drawer. There's no like sitting room on the floor. Oh no. It's like you could it's like being on a ship. <laughs> like a cargo it's ship. Like an inter, it's like an interior fucking uh what do you call it? It's one of those it's like an interior cruise ship room. Right. That's where what you I'm go saying. in and it's like there's the no room, room at all. Yeah. yeah. The the one where you're like, well, I'm gonna go on a cruise and sleep in a file cabinet for a fucking week. Right. So I'm I, we go to bed and when we all go to bed, everybody's got like hoodies on and socks on and jeans on and shit. Like we're all dudes. Nobody's getting like naked to go to sleep or anything like that. Well, you don't want to take off anything anyway, because you're already cold. So you you're know. freezing <laughs> your fucking ass off. Like in, in so we fall asleep in about three. We were o'clock. like poor uh, special forces. We knew what we were what we were doing. <laughs> you don't you don't you don't undress when it's freezing, folks. You leave your coat on. Three o'clock in the morning, I wake up and I feel like I am on the top rack in an oven and the broiler is on. Yeah, because we all fell asleep with that thing on full blast in oh this my room. God, it's like maybe eight by four. Dude, it was a fucking jail cell that we were in, basically. Yeah, that, that's room. about the same size. And we were all, f- I wake up and I'm like, oh, I gotta fucking get out. Oh my God. Like I'm stripping my clothes off and shit like that. I gotta, I gotta fucking go, man. The first time I went to the bathroom at David's house and I looked down <laughs> on the floor. And you're like, man, this is daunting. <laughs> first off, you had to spread your legs um, to go to the bathroom. Because if you stood there with your legs together like a normal human, you'd fall into the hole that was directly in front of the toilet. To this day, I don't know how that toilet was standing there. <laughs> It was like it was floating with no floor around it, and that's not how toilets function. I mean, I, I've I've put in a new toilet before. You bolt them to the floor. There's nothing to bolt that to, but so, it worked. So my dad's reaction to the whole uh, podcast was basically, uh, or the broadcast, in his words, was, uh, <laughs> what if people start thinking we're poor? I was like, Dad, um, we get a good amount of listens a month. A lot of people listen to us. I said there's like three or four family members total that listen to this podcast. Total. I said, literally everyone else is someone from a different part of the country or Who the world. Who is totally judging you because of Shane. <laughs> no one is judging us because of me. Yeah, he's to- yeah he, totally, he totally exaggerated your life story out there. And these people think you're a character now. Caricature is Smack what you're looking him. for. And then the other thing. Smack him right in the mouth. Whack. <laughs> the other thing is Kenny's trying to play up now because he knows you're out of jail, Dad. But oh, we're going to talk about truth. them cats. We're going to talk about them cats. But other than that, we're going to be good. 
But the real truth is Kenny is all about making fun of Dennis when it comes down to doing stuff. Okay, so let's not let Kenny like they try know. to get off. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Try to try to blame shift this one. Let's see if this works for you. <laughs> so, but he keeps on going at like every time I say, I'm like, Dad, nobody knows who we are. I was like, nobody's gonna care. He's like, Well, you just you made it out like they're we were all really gonna poor. laugh at you. He was like, You made it out like we were really poor. And we you made it out like we were pieces of shit growing up. And I, I was like, Dad, I propose we have Dennis on here to defend himself. I think that's only fair. Uh, and if y'all break into a fight, I'll have my referee shirt just in case. <laughs> well, first off, I think we'd have to get him on a call in right now. I don't think he's going to be able to come in just for the podcast. I don't think they're going to let him out of the halfway house. But I have to go defend myself on a podcast because this is very important. I don't Why think that's going to happen. I don't, they let him out during the day, don't they? No, he doesn't get to go out anywhere. He goes to work and then he goes back to the halfway house. He hasn't gotten to the point yet where they can leave, where he can leave out and shit. We can like go that. there. You want to go to have, what are we going to like get a fucking pocket recorder and shit like that and go sit down and record with him? Use the laptop or something. I don't know. You can't take the laptop in. It's not like that, dude. It's not like it's a coffee not shop. It's prison, dude. It's a halfway house. They have like tables. <laughs> you, have pr- you have tables in prison you too. Can't, you can't bring no laptop in here. There's no like security barbed wire fence section you have to go through. Actually, there is. You haven't been to a halfway house then apparently because there's still barbed wire. There's still fences. You what still the have hell? To That's not a halfway house. That's like a work release program. Well, the difference is nobody like fucking had to patch you down on the way in. You didn't have to take your shoes off when you went through the fucking metal detector and shit like that. Going to jail, like you were in jail. Okay, so going to jail is one thing. Like <sighs> This is going to mess up my whole, my whole plan. What was your plan? To show videos of like, you know, pretty, pretty cats and make him feel guilty about shooting them with a pellet gun? No, that was going to video him slapping you around. <laughs> and that was going to get mad YouTube hits. And we were going to be launched off after this. First off, um, I will go ahead and go on record right now and say that I love my dad dearly, but I would never step to my dad because no matter how old he is, and my dad is like 65 right now, no matter how old he is, he is one of the scrappiest human beings. Remember our friend Steve that we lost? Like, he was talking about how he's anymore? like a foot taller than you, Dennis, and he could totally slap you around if he needed to. I'm not a foot taller than my dad. He's like 5'7 or something like that. That's not what you were saying that one day. But which day? The, the day when you were all talking a bunch of smack. Well, go ahead and tell us exactly what day it was, since you have know. everything memorized look, about what I was look, saying. Mr. What day lawyer, was it? Look, Mr. Lawyer. Yeah, you don't have Look, any, Mr. Lawyer. Everybody, everybody in the real world knows who's telling the truth here. The sure. Truth. Because we if have, you've listened to the podcast we for 10 minutes, you people, know Kenny is we, the one who's truthful at all times. I mean, I'm the popular one for a reason. You're not the popular one. You're just the one that everybody uh-huh. likes to laugh at. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Not with, but at. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. If you you sleep better at night, (laughs) I know that I sleep just fine at night. Everything's perfectly fine with me. But let him know on Twitter, folks. My uh, my let him know you want to see Twitter, uh, Twitter sponsored uh, Shane versus Dennis. (laughs) We're not having slap box match with socks on their hands, like old school (laughs) slap boxing when you used to put your socks on your hands. No fist, no fist, unless nobody's looking, Dennis, and you can smack him. But that's what, how y'all should settle this. When in slap the, boxing with socks. When the fuck did you ever put socks on your hands for slap boxing? I convinced my brother that if we put socks on my hands, it wouldn't hurt him too bad when I smacked shit. <laughs> so when so you did this one time and this became old. No, school it became boxing. like a whole neighborhood thing in my neighborhood. <laughs> Nobody I know ever put socks on we their put hands socks and slapped on each other around. It had slap boxing man to contest. I mean, I had a slap fight with with Josh. We one had a, night, we but, had you know we had kids in our neighborhood have fingernails, and you had to get something to cover them bitches up. See, I remember grabbing a dude up one time who was. Well, talking. I mean, you had kids throwing spikes in each other's eyes in your neighborhood, so I mean, I understand you wouldn't understand why protective gear was useful. <laughs> I mean, we had 
pads for sports and stuff too. We just go out there and get murdered. Yeah, I do remember like destroying a couple of kids when uh, playing tackle football in our neighborhood and shit like that because I was always six years younger than the kids Christopher or uh, excuse me, not Christopher Stephen would bring around to play with, and he'd be like, "You can play tackle football with us," and the kids were like, "No, you're all time quarterback." I'm like, "Well." I'm not very good at throwing the ball. They're like, fuck that. You're all-time quarterback. You're a horrible quarterback. I remember. Jesus. Shut the fuck up, okay? It's like when they teach a seal how to throw a ball. I throw a fucking excellent spiral, okay? In a different time, I am Tom Brady. In the multiverse, I am Tom Brady. In the multiverse where Tom Brady's retarded, maybe. (laughs) That verse, that verse, the one where he can't talk good and has a bad leg, and he's all like, I'm Tom Brady. First off. That universe, you're as good as him. First off. I don't have a bad leg and I can talk. I know, but fine. you throw a football like you have a bad leg. So. How the fuck is this? Uh, why is that even a thing? I, I throw a football. I throw a perfect spiral. It's beautiful. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We all know that I was all time quarterback, that everybody loved it when I was quarterback. You weren't when we played football. You did that when you played football with little kids. <laughs> and you were like a teenager or a preteen, but you're already the size of most teenagers. I was already the size of most men, like, you know, compared to a lot of adults that I know right now. Yeah. You couldn't do all this shit to me. You didn't break my ribs and push me in no damn hills when we played football. I know how to play football. Yeah, I can, but typically, I can tackle back. I have I hurt my own number of kids. Typically, uh, anytime Kenny and I would play football, it would always be like, um, "Who's on your team, Kenny? Who's on your team, Shane?" We well, didn't want to face each- like, football. We, wanna- we were going to be first picked. <laughs> we didn't want to face each other. Typically, though, if we either one of us were captains, I didn't like- have to face you because back then you were way bigger and I could outrun you. Okay, so there definitely was a time in our life where Kenny was smaller than me and I was bigger than him, but those days have long fucking since passed. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk more about being poor overall. Kenny talks about how big my head is, and then later on, he gets scared off by a Snapchat friend that he made just recently who was a little bit sexually aggressive. So check it out. We'll be right back. And my head is completely fucking proportional. I'll just say that right now. We'll be right back. Hi guys, I'm Dean. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the IMDb Journey podcast. Where we break down every movie from the top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. But when we're not doing that, we also battle other podcasts in various movie-related games of trivia and drafts. We also give quick reviews about every other film we've watched as well. Yeah, here we're quite good too. Yeah, if you guys don't believe us, why don't you listen to these genuine testimonies? Oh, hey guys, you guys are really good. I love your chemistry. Oh, hey, Brew, it's uh, this is a this is a good podcast, yo. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, love the banter, guys. Keep it up. I'm DB Jenny. Is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic testimonies! Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> And if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favorite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So come along and join our journey. I know we need the money, Listen, but... we're not just doing this for money. We're doing it for a shitload of money. Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon exclusive content with stuff just like this. Let's 
Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. Oh yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? What's up, home trees? It's me, Chris. And Corey. And Donnie. From the More Gooder Than podcast. For each episode, the three of us pick a thematically similar movie. Like Dances with Wolves, The Last Samurai, and Avatar. Or Deep Impact, Armageddon, and Space Cowboys. And then duke it out until one movie is crowned most goodest. Three movies enter, one movie leaves. Ironically, Thunderdome was not the winner when we tackled the Mad Max trilogy. You know why, right? I, oh, yeah. We don't need another hero. Hey, uh, where can people find more good of them? You can find us on Twitter at MGT Podcast, our website, mgtpodcast.com, and on Instagram and Facebook at more good or them. We're in iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and any other podcatcher that you can think of. Remember, it's not just good, it's more good or then. Hey, I'm a cop, and you will respect my authority. Yeah, true. This is before you got a... What's, before what's the a, tables were turned. What's, <laughs> that, what's a healthy word for what you are now? Dad bod. Chubby? No, dad bod. Like if the dad was Peter Griffin who yeah, gained 30 pounds, yeah, maybe? I'm built like... I'm like... I'm a... I'm a built like, like a walrus. Built like Thor. Yeah, in-game Thor. We're not talking like fucking <laughs> Ragnarok. You don't need to qualify it there, buddy. Well, it, it counts. No, no. He was still worthy too, nigga. Just yeah, he was, it doesn't matter. You don't. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. If you're a fat person, you're just a fat person. You don't have to be a shitty well, person you know what, to be No matter fat. how much weight you lose, your head's still going to look too big. No, I now I just wear like a, a perfectly normal-sized hat is yeah. the difference. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a normal size hat. <laughs> you had to get an extra big hat. You couldn't buy a regular. You couldn't buy a medium fitted hat. Don't lie. <laughs> but I still go back to things. I challenge you for the next podcast. I'll buy you a medium fit hat. You have to wear that hat the whole podcast. Oh, I will too. I'll even turn it backwards. <laughs> your head's gonna be so red. <laughs> it's gonna look like you have a condom on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, why does your head look like it's a like just a little bit smaller at the very top? Why are you breathing hard? Why does it look like you're eating chicken wings? Why is your face so red? <laughs> when you were little and a bigger kid would get a hold of you and put you in a headlock and not even be around your neck and just be squeezing your goddamn head. That's how you're going to feel from that hat. Like halfway into it, you're going to start having like talking funny. <laughs> and you're still going to be too proud to take it off. It's going to be awesome. This is going to be the best $20 I've ever spent. So I expect you to Woo. have a hat here for me. Dennis, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be talking to my dad on the podcast, by the make, way. I'm going to make him wear some kind of medieval torture hat. Don't. <laughs> medieval torture. That needs to be the name of this episode, by the way. Medieval torture hat. <laughs> it only works on people with big heads. <laughs> my head is perfectly normally sized now, okay? <laughs> At 232 pounds, my head is completely normally sized now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's it's completely proportionate to my body. Everything is perfectly <laughs> fine. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> so you lost a little bit of weight recently. I didn't lost you? about twenty pounds. 
So what, what are you down to now? Like 380 or? Nick, I was <laughs> in the mouth. I'm down to 325. 325? Yep. And you lost 20 pounds. Yeah, I was 345 when I started. When and I how long have you been on this? You been, you were 345. I was on it. I lost it. I gained it back, and now I'm back on it. I started back on it on April 1st. Okay. So basically the real truth is, like, you stopped and started eating pizza and snacks again. No, not like, just pizza. Like, eclairs and, like, fucking candy. Like, I went off the rails when I stopped my diet. <laughs> I went like a heroin junkie back on the sauce. Were you depressed? Were you just... I just got tired of fucking diet. No, the holidays hit. The holidays fucked it all up. So the holidays typically start in November. Yeah, I was. Um, I lost weight before November. I lost weight from, like, September to October. And then I abandoned Weight Watchers from, like, Thanksgiving till about a month ago. Till about a month ago. So you basically, like, quit for about six months. And we're like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of being. Then I just got really busy on that new jet with the new company. And I had to learn how to do... Uh, that and still manage my weight. And now that I'm comfortable doing both, I'm losing weight again. See, I'm going to lose my weight. Your head's still going to be fat because that's a skeletal thing. You can't make your big ass giant skull any smaller, no matter how many carbs you don't eat. (laughs) Listen, just because my brain, you can drink all the Coke you want. Yeah. There's no, there's like a, I think that thing rattles around in there. (laughs) No, 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 it's fine. Cause I got a concussion. I'm going to turn up the game. Shake your head. Shut the fuck up, dude. Let's see if we can hear it. Be like, bing, 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 bing. Sound like one of the fucking lotto games they have at Dave and Buster's. Listen, dude. to get the coins out of it. Listen, dude, I know know why you're sitting over there at 325. You're not trying to talk shit about the size of my head, okay? Oh, I am. Because you're three (laughs) inches shorter than me and weigh almost 100 pounds more than me. That has nothing to do with the size of your head. No, but it has a lot to do with the size of your fucking waist. That's like blaming the Mongolians for the shit the Romans did. You're on the wrong side of the world there, son. No, 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 no. If you're going to make fun of the size of anything on me. Look, hydrophilic. Look, how'd you feel it? Um, I just want to ask you, you a simple question. You should see if you can get some disability off that. I just want to ask you a simple question. When's the last time you saw your dick? I see my dick all the time. That motherfucker sticks out way past the gut. Sure. You've already given on the podcast more than once and said that it's not that long. It's just like a very nice penis. Yeah, it's, like you six, said, it's like six, seven inches. Depending and on how I have seen your gut, which is not six inches small, sir. Dude, when I stand up, it doesn't go out that far. Yeah. He's just sucking that bitch in because we both know. Dude, you I got can't pictures. I can show you that I said. You can see the gut in it and you can see the dick sticking out past it. If you really want to see if you're that interested in my dick. Being mad because you got a big head. Ladies and gentlemen, Kenny just offered to show me pictures of his penis. I'll show any of y'all my picture of my penis. I, I modeled that motherfucker. Kenny, stop offering to show the audience pictures <laughs> of your dick right now. Okay, we are not doing this. You can't this. even hold your shit together right now. You're laughing so hard. No, I modeled that motherfucker. It's perfect. I can oh. hold the gut up and it looks like a healthy man's dick. So you're a fat flaps guy, basically. Yeah, I, my, my body is weird. I don't have any fat from the waist down. It's all conciliated in the belly. Like, my legs are rock hard, so if I hold my belly up and control the cropping, I look like an athlete with a big penis. Here's the fucked up part, is even after I've lost the weight, and this is something good for you to look forward to, even after I've lost as much weight as I have, I still have fucking sculpted-ass legs from carrying around all the gut those oh, my, fucking years. My abs are actually starting to show through all the fat, which is weird, because I literally have such a ring that 17 pounds made a big difference up here, 
and I can actually flex them and get some cut cut out of my chest right now. And by the way, Kenny didn't lift his shirt to make those smacking sounds. By the way, he is true to form. That every time we fucking oh, podcast, I don't podcast with a shirt on. That's just a rule. It's a Brett Kreischer basically kind of thing where he just showed like I show up and he's already got the shirt off. Yeah. He's like, I don't have shoes on. I've got pajama pants on that you call scrub pants yeah. and yeah, and uh, no shirt. Shane can hate all he wants over there, but uh, I get lots of compliments. The people are like, "Wow, we didn't know you had all those muscles." Because yeah, I'm. I'm I'm only trying to get down to 250 at the most because at 250 people start asking me if I'm sick. You know, 250 you're still like morbidly obese though, like according to the BMI scale. Not if you do an actual exam and do a uh, where you do all the measurements because my shoulders are so big and my thighs are huge and they don't have any fat on them. They do the pinch test. There's no fat down there. Oh, I, dude, I, trust I can me, leg I know. press. I already, like, already did all that. I shit. can leg press over a ton. So. <laughs> Oh, when I used to go to the fucking gym at the, uh, what do you call it, the YMCA, I used to be basically be able to leg press a Volkswagen if I needed to. Yeah, exactly. Like you could just put, like, people would be like, um, can I borrow some of that weight? Because I'd have, like, all the 45. And I, I'm not interested at all. Do you, would you call a weightlifter morbidly obese? Um, uh, first off, I wouldn't talk to a weightlifter. I don't agree with their lifestyle. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem with you lifting things that are heavy. It's against uh, my religion. What? <laughs> I'm just trying to be physically fit. Well, I don't agree with it, sir. Yeah. Oh, by it. the way, give us an update. Uh, let the audience know where are we at on the uh, the super hot um, stripper chick that sent you the pictures on Snapchat. Did you ever uh, tap that out? She's or? not a stripper. I thought she was a stripper. Well, she works at a makeup store. No, I thought she was a stripper. No, that 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 it got awkward, and uh, I've distanced myself. Uh, uh, what do you mean it got awkward? The last podcast, I explained why it got awkward. Why you were trying to rehash the story we just released. No, I'm saying like you, you no, said like from you that said, time, nothing else has happened because I've really kind of shied away from that. She kind of made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying a sexually aggressive woman who's sure of herself made you uncomfortable because she asked you for pictures of your dick? No, I'm not saying that. It's not. There was more to it than that. You're only hearing the parts you are interested in hearing. It well, wasn't just that. It was like a it was just that without a lot of other things that should have gone with it. Like, I don't even know what kind of music you listen to yet. And you're asking about my dick. I mean, damn, I'm a person. So you're saying you're like an old fashioned, but just cause you're a, you're, you're a tame, uh, uh, fuck boy. <laughs> I'm a tamed fuck boy. Cause I, Oh yes. I knew you before you were married. This is the precise reason why people like devils won't let me around their wife. Because Telus does not tell her about all the ways he was because he was a wild man. And he's smart. I wouldn't let me around my wife if I was me either. Well, I need an editorial of that history. Well, I mean, And I have a bad habit of being like, did so-and-so ever tell you about the time that we were in an orgy? <laughs> no, he didn't. It was awesome. So are you saying that now I live like a very pious life? Like I don't do anything crazy outside the No, you the just norm, have a or- manager. I have a manager. Who keeps you on a short leash. Well, remember, according to the uh, Facebook rumors, we are uh, swinging and she's a hot wife and all that stuff. So She called, She started that on purpose. You can't blame Facebook for that. 
No, Facebook heard that, and apparently, like, the shit caught fire, and I started getting calls from people going, A lot of people actually that have, like, thought this shit out and approached me, and been like, <laughs> he's like, I was like, I hope so. I hope to God so, because that's going to make for, like, five or ten recordings I don't have to really put any work into. I can just go right on that subject for, like, five good sessions. Well, let's, let's, let's just follow down the rabbit hole for a second. What would you say to me if that was really going on? I would say, let's get the recording going. <laughs> and then I would pastor you into telling details that you were comfortable telling, really. Well, why do you think that I would ever give you any details along any of those lines at all? I'd do the same thing you've done with the fact that you boned a stripper in Las Vegas. I'm like, I'm not telling that story. Dude, I have editorial rights. You don't have editorial rights. You're on the podcast. Literally everything is an open book. We're going to talk about your meth addiction soon. Method, what are you fucking talking about? You just accused me of being fat. That don't compute. See, that's well, how that's how you know he has no integrity, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, and, and that's why Dennis should get to slap you with socks on. Because <laughs> you've besmirched that man's good name. Wow, dude. Wow, that's really you're going to do a one eighty besmirched. No, he still owes to me a conversation about the cats. We're going to talk about that. I'm hoping that he's a reformed man. And uh, he can admit that even though he hates cats, he doesn't. They don't deserve to be shot. Didn't you talk earlier today about shooting other animals with a uh, pellet gun? Birds, I hate fucking birds. <laughs> They're not cats. <laughs> so are you saying fuck that? a bunch of birds? <laughs> not like endangered ones. I don't shoot new goddamn condors, but there's fucking pigeons for fucking days. <laughs> They're like fucking flying rats. I'd shoot a rat too. I mean, it would it be like a? Are we talking about a mouse or like a rat? Either one. I'd shoot like a human that ratted on us, or <laughs> a fucking little mammal that's got fucking diseases. Either one. Shot. I just think that you are really excited about shooting things. I don't think it really matters what it is. Not cats. I think cats and dogs. Or dogs. Yeah, I think cats and dogs are the only thing that escape your eye. I like when cats it comes and to... dogs more than I like people. So I mean, <laughs> well, we were talking today about how uh, cats have more rights now in Georgia than uh, women do. That's true. So that's that's kind of cool. Pets have more rights than women. If you go into pre- if you go into cats' pregnancy, nobody goes to jail. <laughs> if a cat accidentally miscarries the kittens, nobody's calling the cops. I wonder if they do like cat abortions. I wonder if there's like a pamphlet and you get through the process and there's other cats out there calling you a cat murderer or a kitten murderer. Like, just imagine walking to the fucking vet. All you hear is cats screaming. All you hear is, and you just think it's typical cats hating each other. But it's a vet. And they're all looking at you and they've got little like signs that have shit like scratched on it with their claw marks, but you can't tell what the fuck it says. It almost looks like it's high, high intelligent. Hieroglyphics, but it's just scratches. Do you think they could have a language? Nah. <laughs> Does that say God hates cat abortion? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, this is where we end up. <laughs> How? How do we start talking about my family being poor or allegedly poor, according to my dad, and end on cat abortions? I don't. I don't. Not know. just cat abortions. Cat abortions and the protest of that by cat protesters is who there, are religious cat zealots. Is there a Westboro Baptist Church for cats or for dogs? I think cats are too smart. Dogs, maybe. You think dogs would have a Westboro Baptist Church? I don't think dogs are. Dogs are pack followers. So, yeah, you have to be followers. Cats are too independent to be in cults. I could see Piper leading a cult. I really could. Turkish deserves so much better. What do you mean Turkish deserves so much better? That dog was your Christmas present, you turncoat. I, I, dude, I still love Turkish. Now he's just your old dog. <laughs> He 
least one of the old dogs. There are two of them. You're like Newt Gingrich. How am I like Newt Gingrich? Mm-hmm. We'll explore this on another podcast. <laughs> Next time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Next time on Now That I'm Older. How Shane's like Newt Gingrich. Thank you. Woo! That is why I won't do two shows a night anymore, babe. I won't. I won't do. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> you're not going home. You're going here. Home. Well, you're going home out of my home. No, I'm not. I'm going to stay here until I'm done. You're done. You're done.